Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ann. And it's City Limits Friday Night Edition. <laughs> it's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> we're so crazy. Fridays we're doing podcasts. This is the Friday before Thanksgiving. Um, so, yep. Thanksgiving's coming up. Mm-hmm. Time is ticking. Several days. We got a lot to do. We have a lot to do because we host. <laughs> no um, pressure. The weather is, is chilly. Mm-hmm. And somebody, feels like it feels like Thanksgiving because somebody has to rake the leaves. Are you seeing me? No. <laughs> Thank God. Would you know what to do with them? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I would. I jump in them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't jump in these. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? I think we're going to talk about the city council meeting Monday night, which was in where we had an ordinance meeting about the 99 year lease in TPAL. T-Pow, okay. There you go. Oh, so let's start with the 99-year lease. Okay. I'll read this from the Quincy Sun. 99-year lease extension sought for Granite Links. Mayor Thomas Koch is seeking approval of a home rule petition to allow the city to sign a 99-year lease extension with the Granite Links Golf Club, a proposal that received mixed reviews during a public hearing on Monday evening. That's true. It did. Yep. Including people were questioning because they didn't know about the public hearing. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of people didn't know there was a public meeting. Even the couple of that, even there, there was a couple of people there that said, you know, they just heard about it and they felt compelled to go to there because yeah. they've never even been to a meeting before, right? Yes, yeah, so there were people that had never been to a meeting before. And I wasn't even sure there was a public hearing. I read something in the Patriot Ledger, I think, on Saturday. And it was it kind of confusing. It was a little confusing. So I checked on Monday um, with the city clerk and they said there was a public hearing. So then I reached out to anybody who sent me an email or a phone call and made sure they knew about it. Many people couldn't come and they were upset about it. Right. So hopefully there'll be another public meeting. Yeah. And hopefully this is the beginning of the process, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Although I, there was a meeting in September too. Yeah. I just want to step back for a second about that because there was a meeting in September and it was held by the former Ward 4 Council Brian Famucci, um, who's now a judge. And he um, he had the meeting back in September, and they said that this was the beginning of dialogues. And it was it was a presentation done from 6M Development, um, showcasing a hotel, boutique hotel, um, a simulator for, um, for golfing, and then also parking solutions. I think there was a garage and several. I think there were three more restaurants that they were putting wow. in. So I just want to mention that because it wasn't really – kind of highlighted at the meeting on Monday night because they said they didn't have a master plan. But yeah, they did present that back in September to some people that were the abutters. Yep. And so there was no real presentation on Monday night, but Mm-mm. except for uh, Mr. Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, there were so no financials. There were no overcap of anything. No plan shown. No plan shown. No, not even the map. The map wasn't even that. There was trails because they were talking about trails. The trails weren't even projected for people to see. <laughs> I'll just read this. Walker said the golf club needs a lease extension to secure money for capital improvements. Mm -hmm. And the city is looking to ensure the course is a source of revenue into the future. If if approved by the city council, a homeroom petition would be filed with the state for permission to extend the lease. It would need approval from the legislature and the governor. Mm -hmm. Of course, we have a new governor coming in. Mm -hmm. I think I just wanted to start with maybe reading or talking about some of the things that some of the folks said mm-hmm. at the public meeting. Yeah. Takes, considering it was short notice, I think there was about 20 people there. 
Really? I think. I don't think all 20 spoke, but there were at least 20 people in the audience. Mm-hmm. Ann Meyerson said she's strongly opposed to the lease. She told the city council she was disappointed. There was no opportunity for public input on the use of the land until the lease extension was proposed. Very simply, I feel the commitment of 100 years is irresponsible on the part of the city, she said. I cannot imagine what the city and the world will look like in 100 years. And uh, did we mention this? Uh, this lease will outlive everybody, right? Yeah. So, so it will obviously. Yeah, it will outlive. And we still have 20. Except for me. We still have 22 years left on the original lease. The original lease was 50 years, and they're 28 years in, and we have had no audit or transparency of what we've been doing there. So. I can understand where people's frustrations are coming. We're not even near the end of this lease, but we're talking about extending it by 99 years. Yep. Judy Lear Jacobs, uh, president of Friends of the Blue Hills, said her organization does not at all oppose the lease, but wants the course to work with the city to increase access to the 700-acre nature reservation, the Blue Hills, basically. Mm -hmm. Public access to the course and reservation through walking trails was an original condition of Granite Links being built in the 1990s. Mm -hmm. And there was an article in the ledger about the trails. I think Granite Links president Tom O'Connell said it's an urban myth that they didn't fulfill their obligation to the trails. There was a a required requirement to build a trail through the property to Blue Hills, but that path was never built. And I can see why, because people would probably get beamed. Um, But I guess the trails that supposedly they did put in, nobody can find. I I think, you know, they're saying that the signage has been um, damaged or taken down and they're not maintained. So what came from that was, I think there were several other people that got up and spoke and the request was that we, the city council, go on a field trip and with um, Corey Hills Association to kind of look at the trails. And that sounds like that might happen, right? I hope so. Yeah. I know. I know we found a few trails, but they kind of go through, they go through neighborhoods and they go through um, um, streets. So I don't consider those trails. Yeah. But we did find our way through. <laughs> yep. So Maria Mulligan of Wallston mm-hmm. asked how Quarry Hills neighborhood would be included in the future planning of the area. She mentioned walking trails, access to maintenance of Rashuti Drive ball fields, um, pedestrian access and traffic concerns. But her big concern or point was that Quarry uh, Hills needs a master plan, right? Yeah. There are all these issues. It could be awesome. It has the best view around. I'm up there a lot and I love it, but it could be way, way better. Smart development and a comprehensive master plan is what's needed. And what's interesting about that is that I think it was Tom O'Connell came up and said they, you know, the lease has to come before the master plan. But you know anybody that's in business would say that you, like strategy is always the first thing you're doing, and then you figure out your budgets and you have options. So if you're going to do all of these things, you're going to do some of these things. What can you afford is usually what's determined. So the lease shouldn't be really directing what their hopes are. And they actually did have a presentation to the neighborhood again back in September. So why wouldn't they just share that with us? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't show that again to, yeah. to the you know the viewing audience. Yeah. And whether or not that that's their master plan, it's something that they're presenting to to neighbors. Right, and and not everybody was opposed to it. No. I, I think Bill Zamzow had questions on the lease whether it goes after a hundred years, it reverts back to the leasee owns mm-hmm. the property. Yeah, but I, I don't know anything about that. Um, I haven't found the mass general law that says that, so until yeah. I do. But the but the the, the real question is that none of us are going to be around in 99 years. So you, yeah. Whatever you're doing right now, you're and this is different. This is different than most anything that you're doing. You want to make sure that it's 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 a 
private public space, but it's really open space that's being used for a golf course. Yeah. You have to, in a, you, the residents of Quincy want to go golf, you have to go pay up there to golf. So um, it's, there's no public space up there. Matt Collins, a Quincy resident and member of Granite Lake, said the course does a good job balance, balancing its role as a private club and serving members of the public with this open play policy and restaurant. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the things that represents the city in an extremely positive light, he said. Mm-hmm. I think John Rodefeld also said something like that, right? Yeah, John did too. But with John, with John, I actually agreed with John something, which was interesting because we found out almost everything about this 50-year lease in the Patriot Ledger, how much money we're collecting. You know, basically everything played out in the Patriot Ledger. And I think even Council President Demona basically said, you know, if you really want to learn anything about what's going on at the Quarry Hills, you, you can go back and read the paper from two weeks ago. It's a good article. That's not what we're there for, though. We should be kind of getting into the nitty gritty and auditing and seeing what's happening, making sure the process is correct and that we're collecting the best we can for the taxpayers of the city of Quincy. Yep. We shouldn't be reading on the paper. Um, and that's, then, not, that's not transparent. <laughs> uh, Tim Cahill, who was a city councilor at the time, said uh, there's probably not a better vote he's taken, right? Because yeah. it lived up to everything he they promised. Right. And something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. And the thing about that is, you know, I think it would have been, I I don't disagree. They they had, I don't, I don't really, it was a long time ago for me. I wasn't on the city council. They had a problem. They needed to cap the, um, the, the dump. And, you know, we got, I think, and this is a question I would have, I'm not sure who got the tipping money from the, the, the big dig, the money, the dirt was coming in. Somebody was getting money from that. I don't know if it was Quarry Hills Association or if Quincy got it. It would be good to know like the finances of the whole package from 30 years ago. But the benefit was we were taking dirt from the big dig, capping a, a quarry and a dump and creating a golf course. Um, there was a lot of you know, DEP things that they had to work through, environmental things that they had to work through. And that's the good part of it. And that's a good story. They could have done a great presentation for it, not a 30-second recap and we need a 99-year lease. Yeah. And George Montilio said councilors should consider the investments the O'Connell and Hannon families have made at Granite Links and elsewhere in the city, like Marina Bay. Yeah. So I'm going to just say one thing about that, if it's okay. When I'm assessing something like this, I try not to look at things and say who the families are, who's presenting to me. I try, yeah. I try to look at it very black and white. The city of Quincy is is the the lessor and this is the lessee. And and what's the benefit to the city of Quincy and the taxpayers? Because if you get caught up in the who it is, you know, yeah. the friend of the city or what you've done other places. Right. And that's what a lot of people worry about. Yeah. And the thing is, we have to look at it there in very black and white because this 99-year lease will become an asset to the whole overall um, organization that, that, that they have more assets than just... Corey Hills. Right. So we have to look at this and just really look at the benefits as it for Quincy. That's what the, the administration for negotiating and it shouldn't be over what other things that have been done. This is a standalone project, 99 year lease. And what, what will the city of Quincy get for that land if we're going to do it? And, and should we be getting more? Right. And then Sean, I didn't get his last name. He brought up I'm not sure he's against it, but he said the terms of the lease, which mm-hmm. basically equate to like 460k a year mm-hmm. from what they paid. You know the, what they paid? Is they, in the paper it said they paid 4.5 million dollars over the course of the last 10 years. Yeah, and I think because of COVID last year, they paid actually close to 700,000. But so if you average 4.5 million dollars over the course of 10 years, it's four and a, it's 450,000 dollars a year. Right. So you made a point that in 1994 the lease had a list of obligations. Mm-hmm. Right. They build the ball fields. Yeah. And this other stuff, but the new lease with the new revisions, much of that stuff is removed because it's all done. 
That's why they removed it. So more is removed than than's added mm-hmm. than is added, and it's a in QHA viewed that as a good deal thirty years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And the city city needs have changed dramatically, and the lease now is of course more favorable to Quarry Hills. Yeah, and the some of the other, and it's a much longer period. Yeah, I think it was um, Councillor McCarthy said something to the effect of like they did a great, they're doing a great job. Whatever they do is a great job. And the city will benefit from that. But you can't make those assumptions in business that just because something's doing a great job, we can assume it's going to be around forever. Yeah. You know, you know, if we did that, like the car industry went through, we always thought the car industry was going to be a great industry. And then it got in trouble and needed some help to be bailed out. We can't assume that businesses are always going to be in good shape. So we have to take a look at this as a city to make sure that we're making the right choices and the investments and getting the right fee, the right amount back to, to the, the city of Quincy. Right. And we own the land. The city of Quincy owns the land. They're making more land. So no, they're not. that's no. the biggest piece of it. Yeah. And there are things like the ball fields, right? Mm-hmm. And the soccer fields. Our kids didn't play baseball. Mm-hmm. They played soccer. <laughs> they played soccer. But um, I think I think it did seem... Here, Tom O'Connell said something about the drainage, but, but the drainage is never solved up there. You have to basically walk over a moat to get to the soccer field. <laughs> so, hopefully, that's in the new lease that they're going to fix that stuff. Um, I don't know. Um, you can read it. I didn't see it. I did it. not read it. I did. I, I didn't see it. So, there's a lot of things that I have noted in the lease, and we'll discuss it. And I think the leases are available for people if they want to take a look at it. They can certainly call over to the city clerk's office, and that should be able to be emailed out to people. So, it should also, hopefully, that the Patriot Ledger, even probably the Quincy Sun, could put the leases online if they wanted, people wanted to see it. Right. And then I just wanted to give the reasons from the developer why they need it. Right. Yeah, why they need the 99-year Yeah, so Green Link's representatives told the city there are a number of issues standing in the way of continued growth, including traffic concerns. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a big issue, right? It's a huge issue. And anybody that's ever gone to those fields mm-hmm. during from spring to fall, probably at like 5 o'clock. It's, yeah. I can tell you that in the lease, the traffic, if they're talking about what we're talking about, the exit ramp and the traffic over in that area, there is they have no responsibility for that. They have no responsibility for that. I guess the state is supposed to fix it. Um, Mr. Walker seemed to say that um, it was fairly imminent, maybe. I don't don't know if the completion is imminent, but maybe the discussion is. He brought up MassDOT. I did look that up. Yeah. So I think he was talking about the design. The design, probably, yeah. Let's see. So the status is in design. it is, according to the MassDOT project information for all highway division projects, uh, it's 25% designed. The 25% package was received on 9-28-2022. So status is designed. The TIP year, which is, I didn't know what TIP meant. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure most of our listeners don't. The Transportation Improvement Program, TIP, is the five-year rolling capital plan for 90 for the 97 cities and towns in the Boston region, Boston Region Metropolitan Planning Organization's mm-hmm. planning year. And according to that column, there's nothing there. So, so it's, it means that it's probably not in the five-year capital improvement plan. They're five, they're planned. I guess not. So the, the concern I have, and I made it very clear that night um, that when I was talking, that without a solution for the traffic issue that's happening over there, and that's not just the exit ramp or the crossover to Rashidi Drive, it's also the neighborhood and the rotary into 
you know, the Frenchbrook Rotary. It's the full picture of that area. Until we have a solution for that, I'd say we can't say yes to any 99-year lease or anything because we got to have a solution for that. That's Yeah, I mean, if they're going to put a hotel and restaurants and parking yeah. garages. Yeah. And it, there can't be. They shut down West Quincy, basically. Yeah, there's no such thing as a temporary sololution for that area because there can't be a temporary solution. It's, if it was that easy to have a temporary solution, they'd already come up with it. But there's an exit ramp. So why would the city give them a hundred year lease before that's been solved? I, I have no idea. I mean, it, it, it doesn't make that. That's the part that seems like it's a rush to get to a 99 year lease when we don't have a solution. And if they're coming out, Mass DOT is coming out with the 25, with coming out with the plan. Let's see what the plan is and make yeah. sure it meets the right. And then in the lease itself, it basically doesn't have any accountability. There's no payment. Um, Corey Hill Association doesn't have to doesn't pay a proportion of that. Right. This solution would be really being made for them to be able to have this extension done. So, right. So some of the other reasons they have stated here is a lack of parking and a driving range that is at capacity. The parking lot parking lot is old and needs to be repaired, and the course wants to add a seventy five space lot nearby. We're at a junction where, in the future, we will be inclined to make major capital investments in Granite Links because it is just so successful. Peter O'Connell said, "Big capital projects get amateur amateur <laughs> sneaky word amateur <laughs> amortized amortized." <laughs> Amortized over long periods of time, and you'll need the time on the lease to do the improvements that drive income, which means driving profit to the city. Tom O'Connell said they will remaster plan the entire site if the lease extension is approved. So, again, I think I think they did a presentation back in September that could be beneficial to give us a, a little bird's eye view of what their intentions are up there. But without the solution to the, how you move the traffic and how you, because if you put more up there, more people are going up there and that's okay. That's a good thing, but we can't do that unless we have a solution to, to how we're moving people through that area of Quincy. Right. And the thing that's interesting too, and you know this, Kevin, our kids could never walk up there. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> I mean, there is a way to walk up there. There is, but if you, it's just. You a, have to go up through, uh, through minutes, but. I wouldn't let my kids go through the woods. There's not even a path, really. Yeah. I mean, it's just that you go through people's backyards, too. So. But the point... So the, what? The point, the point is, is not a, it's not a safe place to be able to um, to go up to. So unless you... If you have a parent that doesn't drive, we're well, going to have to carpool to that over there. It's, it's definitely something that needs to be considered. Is that it, or is there anything more than that? Just, you know, I think... What I was looking for, and I think, and I think this is going to be an ongoing conversation, is we did, we have to take a look at where the monies are coming in. We have monies that are coming in and going into private into to separate accounts, and we have to audit the monies that are coming in and make sure that we have a full understanding of the financials of our partnership with Quincy Hills Association to understand how we the money how their monies are coming in. And then I want to remind people that this is one of those situations where it's the administration that's negotiating our future for ninety nine years. Ten percent is is may not be enough. And that's the thing that we really have to look at is, are we, the city of Quincy, being compensated for what we should be in this particular case? Because there's a lot of the work is already done and the benefits are to the to the less the lessee. Right. It seems like something that sh- maybe shouldn't be solved this year. Maybe it should be. There should be meetings. and Yeah. I, this is, I don't think this is going to be, I mean, I, I, on. one would hope that this is going to be something that we're going to have multiple discussions on. And really, you know, it's, it, it, it's helpful for both parties. It's helpful for 
um, the Quincy Hills Association, as well as it will be Corey. Corey Hills Association, as well as it is for, I don't know why I keep saying that, as well as it is for the city of Quincy and the taxpayers. You shot the Quincy Hills. Yeah, but I just, I think, I, and the other thing is that there's an association, Corey Hills Association, that, that, that defunct that nobody even knew about. I mean, why would you not want to keep that going? They were supposed to be reviewing the finances of the, um, Association. So those are all concerns of mine. If we're not doing those now and, and it's a 50 year lease and they're going to a 99 year lease, it's very concerning to me because you should have an annual audit for those things. Yeah. Right. Because you don't want to get into the situation that you're at first book golf course and we're taking over another golf course in 50 years. We wouldn't be able to manage it. <laughs> right. We'll probably have to build a new clubhouse then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think so, though. I do think they do a good job up there. And it, it is beautiful when you go up there. And, you know, is it going to be golfing or destinations for weddings? Who knows? I mean, I have a Kevin Mahoney fun fact. You do? Are you ready? I'm ready. I designed the original uh, logo. I knew that one. Yeah. yeah. So they still use a portion of it. They, they still use the deer. They still use the deer. It was a piece of granite. Is it a deer or an elk? I wasn't sure. I don't know. I think it was an elk, but it's okay. I think it's the O'Connell Crest, really. I think it's the O'Connell Crest, too. That is a fun fact that you did design that. I don't think even the O'Connells probably They probably don't know They that. probably don't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we've been frequent, we're frequent users of the restaurant, not the golfing, you know. No, we don't golf. We don't golf. We did walk quite a bit up when the, when there was, of course, the... Uh, During COVID. During <laughs> Couldn't remember that the pandemic. <laughs> you, During the COVID. <laughs> let me, but I, I will say that that was because COVID happened. We were able to really get a good. I mean, I don't think I've ever really walked that course. It is beautiful. Yeah. Well, I took, I art directed some photos up there, so I'm yeah, fairly familiar with it. And the, it's just one other piece of that is is the interesting thing is I don't know if Milton is Milton part of this conversation for a ninety nine year lease. I, I don't, don't know. Should they be? I have no idea. I mean, I think they should because they. they, they go, if you're going to get a 99-year lease in Quincy, you probably want a 99-year lease in Milton too. But, but you know, and this is how they did it before. Quincy said yes to it, and Milton had to rush to say yes. So I think, you know, both parties should be kind of present. It's yeah. it's it's it a, benefits them. I mean, if, if they're going to rush into it, the city's going to rush it. It's just going to create bad will. Yeah, I just don't think we should rush into it. They have 22 years. To, we have yeah. 22. We're not in a, there shouldn't be a rush to do this one. So. All right. And what else happened on that night? There was a presentation of TPAL, which is the Traffic Parking Alarm and Lighting Department. And that's part of your, what is that called, your initiative there? I had a resolve that I was asking for updates from, you know, the major departments to come and let us know the project, not just the summer projects, but all of their projects. And one of the other caveats that I I said I was going to give DBW an A plus for this, because they're the only ones who came with their budgets and told us where the money was coming from, how much money was spent, and if they were were on budget. Um, So far, we've had... DPW, we've had the Commissioner of Natural Resources, and this is the third, which was TPAL. And um, they didn't break that stuff out, which right. the reason why I'm asking that is there's a lot of projects happening. And what engineering companies are we hiring? How much should we spend? You know, are yeah. we on time? Are we on budget? Where are we going with these things? It's important because these are the bonds, many of the bonds that we're bonding out to the city, pa- the, the taxpayers are paying for this and they want to know where their money's going to. I do have a pet peeve, though, about this whole process. About my person? Yes. Okay. Not your person. <laughs> Some of the counselors seem to think it's award night. It's like, oh. thanks for coming. I really appreciate all your hard work. Da, da, da. No, no questions. Yeah. And I think the questions help these departments. Yeah. I, well, I appreciate the hard work they do too. I mean, I mean yeah. there's, there's a perception, true or false, whether 
you know, what are we doing on traffic? I, I listened to that presentation and I thought, wow, they are doing stuff in traffic. So, yeah. so it, it only helps them, right? Yeah. Did you know because I asked a few questions or did you know because of their presentations? If you didn't ask questions, it would have been like, thanks for coming. <laughs> I appreciate the phone calls. You know, one of the biggest questions that people have, and it's an important one, which is the development. They always say all of our traffic in the city of Quincy. How many times have you heard this? That's not from the development. That's right. the cut through traffic. It, and it, some of it is cut through traffic. I'm not going it, to. It's true. But majority of it is development development that's happened that we're not managing. And that's a big problem that TPAL has to deal with. And that's what I was talking about. How many, yeah. you know, when you have, you know, packages that come before you and you review them and they meet all your criteria, but then you have the traffic engineer who presented this package to you at a meeting in front of the zoning or the planning board telling you that it's an F rating, but it's not in his package. That's deceiving. And that's a problem. Right. So I appreciate all the departments coming forward. And I, I, yeah, I, tease, I, mean, I, tease. I listen to that and I get I get some information. So yeah. I, I mean, I learned a lot in the DPW and, and the parks, of course. Yeah. And I do think it's an important part. They're missing that step of like, it's important for us to understand where the money's coming from and how much has been spent. Because there is an absolute, there's not, a, there, there's not an ounce of transparency of how we take out these bonds and then nobody ever knows how it gets spent. Right. And no, I appreciate that part. I'm yeah. just, there are other counselors. I'm sure they get calls and questions and why don't they ask them and, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I can't. Know. I can't speak for other counselors, but I can. Yeah, right. I can tell you, I get a lot of calls, and I will say that when I call over to Ed Grennan or you know Dave Murphy or Al Grazio, so I get the phone call right back. They, yeah. they they're very responsive to me, and even in those meetings, I will say like Al Grazio, so question the next day, like what street are you talking about? Where are you, like what number? They go right. and check these things out, and it's it's important for people to know that they are. That they, there's a lot of work happening in the city, and this is not meant to be you know a grilling. It's meant to be. Like, let's get this information out there for the public to understand. Right. The grilling is coming up. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm in Thanksgiving. Yeah. I know. I'm not, a, um, I'm not shy when to ask questions. Yeah. No. So Thanksgiving is coming up. Mm -hmm. Do you mind me asking you a couple of questions? About Thanksgiving? Yeah. Sure. Uh, is so it, this is the grilling. <laughs> is it your favorite holiday or your favorite holiday? It's my favorite holiday. Oh. Do you want it to be my favorite holiday? It's, it's more important. It's more favorite. It is. It's. I actually look forward to Thanksgiving. It's. It's. It's the. It's the. It's the holiday I look forward to the most because we bring everybody together. Sometimes it's family that we haven't seen for a while. It's. There's no pressure. I mean, you. you the, the only pressure is to make sure the dinner is cooked, and you know we get to eat and celebrate and be with each other. And I'm excited this year because. The last several years, we haven't had everybody, and we're going to have almost everybody. We're going to be missing a few special people, but right. you know, and, and they're going to be missing. I think one of my nieces are not going to be able to come, but you know, that's okay. That's <laughs> we don't have a lot of space in the house, so. but it is it is a special holiday, and it's it's it's. I think it's one of the ones that we don't have a lot of commercial pre pressure on. You know, we just yeah, that's what I like about it. You know, it's just really about. I mean, I like Christmas, but I think Thanksgiving is. I like Thanksgiving better. It's truly unique American holiday. Mm -hmm. It's not, like you said, overly commercialized. They they try. They try mm -hmm. to commercialize it, but they really can't. No, it's it's really about gathering and, and being thankful. And and I just, I find it to be, you know, I don't find it, it's a, it's a busy day for us because we host it, but I yeah. just really enjoy it. So um, what's your favorite side dish? My favorite side dish is, um, I like Brussels sprouts. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I will say that is one of my favorites. <laughs> They're not everybody's favorites, but they are mine. My mother's is mashed potatoes and squash, though. <laughs> and there'll be plenty of that on hand. And there'll be two turkeys at the Mahoney house because there'll be that many people. And I think you'll, you'll hopefully you'll have a couple of beers on tap, right? We'll have three beers on tap, and <laughs> and I'll have a, a milk stout. Oh yeah, a pilsner, which is needed for me, and a hazy IPA. So. Okay, so you didn't tell me what's your favorite side dish? Cranberry, ba- bacon. <laughs> I don't like bacon. So the Brussels sprouts that we t- we're talking. <laughs> They used to have a considerable amount of bacon in them. The bacon has seemed to have disappeared. <laughs> um, you're complaining because I suggested that I might change up the Brussels sprouts this year, but I'm, I'm just going to keep with the traditional Brussels sprouts that have, it's not bacon, it's pancetta. Whatever. <laughs> it's pancetta and caramelized onions. It's a ham-like product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smoked, right? Is it pancetta smoked? Oh. It's, it's not smoked, but we, it's going to be pancetta and caramelized onions and, and roasted Brussels sprouts. With balsamic. And then, of course, there's the festivities during that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the parade. Mm-hmm. The Santa suicide jump. Oh, I don't think he does it anymore. He comes in a oh, helicopter. Oh, helicopter. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's much safer. It's elimin- eliminated the wagering. <laughs> um, you haven't been in a while. <laughs> Our kids are too old. Yeah. They still have the creepy puppet show. <laughs> Kevin, people really enjoy the festivities. The tree lightings will be happening. No, I like that, but the puppets will. I do think that they'll have the tree lighting. They'll have they'll have the Santa will be coming in on helicopter, I believe, as long as the weather is good, and hopefully it will be. Then we'll have the Christmas tree. We'll have the, the Christmas. We'll have the, the the parade, and we'll be off onto the next holiday, which is a pet peeve for the reason we rush to the next holiday. But after Thanksgiving, I think it's appropriate because Christmas comes up. And that's what we celebrate because I know other people celebrate other things. Yeah. But, um, you know, that holiday comes up fast and furious. So It sure does. Yeah. So I, I think that does it for this week. Um, but I would like listeners to maybe write us about this 100-year lease. Yeah. We want people and, and maybe what their favorite side dish is. Yeah, what their favorite side dish is. We did not do listeners' mail, but I do want to let people know that we will have another city council meeting on Monday night. Oh, and that's that right. And that meeting will be about... I think there's a finance meeting before, and it's about the police station, the $23 million they need additional to the 120, which will make this police station close to $180 million in total taxpayers' money, followed by, I think, in December 5th. So I want to remind people of this because that's additional spending that they're looking to do for the police station. There'll be no changes to the building, so there'll be no savings in any right. way. He's very adamant. He's not changing anything. Yeah. And there are things you can change. Like if you just change those rounded the rounded windows to just regular yeah. flat windows, just, the roof line. Just show the taxpayers that you're thinking about. And just a little bit. I mean, but yeah. there isn't, you know, because and it's it's by no means it, it, it would save the t- it would save a lot of money if they just made a few changes architecturally. It wouldn't change the timeline that much. Yes, yeah, not a utilitarian building. It's not now. So so my concern is that we're having that on Monday night, and then we will be setting the tax rate. Yes. Oh, yes, that would be coming in on December 5th. And that's based on your budget. But, you know, your budget is based in your budget. We have the, don, the, the, the debt, the bond debt that we pay off. So every time we take money out, it means you're paying more taxes. So it's one for one people. So I think that does it for this week on. Say love. And I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy and your day is perfect and, you know, family and friends are all around you. And thanks for sticking with us. And come by for a beer. <laughs> sure.